everybody. Welcome to episode 242 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. And I am the ever-ready host. Not ready. Paul Robinson, I'm always ready. No. Nope. Ready. No. Nope. Ready. No. Nope. Ready. So, um, um, you may have to edit out my screeching when I lift my arm too high. No, yeah, this is a bursitis-filled podcast. <laughs> so if you hear me episode. make weird noises and you're like, did she just have a seizure on on air there? Just uh, extreme pain yeah. for a moment. Um, <clears throat> so we've uh, we've reviewed some things as promised, um, and uh, we're going to talk about them unless there's anything we reviewed things exciting. as promised. Whatever we watched, <laughs> well, yeah, we reviewed it, and as we watched it, <laughs> we mentally reviewed it in yeah. preparation for the. Well, isn't that what watching review. something is? Yeah, aren't you I mentally guess, reviewing things when you watch no. them? Just saying. Um, so uh, I guess before we get into that, we'll we'll have our um, weekly uh, AMC bashing. Somebody has to be in the line of fire. Yeah, uh, James Cameron has got boring, so we're moving on to AMC. Yep. Um, as AMC, many, we're taking everyone down. AMC is next. also, um, you know, the we spoke previously about the Netflix hoopla, which they have now uh, rescinded, if yeah. you will. Um, as, I mean, as they're I'd still say, gonna they're still gonna stop password sharing, but I guess not in the same way or something. I don't know. I I just know that like. Again, it's like everything else, which will then carry into our AMC discussion. Um, <clears throat> unlike Netflix, that uh, there there are many things that I do watch on there. So unfortunately, no matter what they and I don't we don't share our passwords, so I don't really care about any of this. Doesn't affect us. Um, but unlike Netflix, AMC does not really offer much in terms of uh, unique. Uh, viewing pleasure, if you will. Um, that's not true. They do offer dirty seats. That's not what you're watching, though. No, talking that's about true. like they don't really have. There, there are several independent theaters in the area if they're still open. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, there's the the only thing that made AMC uh, worth it was just the accessibility. It's about 25 minutes from us, so um, mm -hmm. for us to go to a theater of, I guess, like equal comforts, if you will. It they may not be playing the movie, or we have to go much further. <clears throat> yeah. Um, however, we don't really go to the movies very often, no. so it's kind of like it doesn't matter. Also, this newest uh, fiasco doesn't really apply to us because this is for premium viewing seating and shows which we which don't apply to us we don't go to those so um wait what so what is considered a premium like wouldn't like, us going okay. to see ant-man like can no, be considered it's, a premium it's the time yeah oh just, the, yeah really, it doesn't yeah. it's uh, but if it did or if it does or if they <laughs> decide to say hey this is going to be this is just how it works for everything i just won't go like, they're just like yeah i'm not i'm just i mean we're discussing it because we have a podcast where we talk about stuff, stuff that's movie related so like yeah but um it's just like I, i'm just if you're going to charge me more to sit in a chair that i was previously sitting in that has equal amount of of filth i'm not playing paying two dollars more for that i mean the 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 netflix thing 
I can understand much more than AMC. Yeah. <clears throat> the best part well, for them, so though, is making it people don't know, seem... what is the AMC thing? Oh, come on. Everybody knows. <laughs> there's, there's enough rage about it. They're just charging more for what they consider premium seating. Mm -hmm. um, and... But charging less for the non-premium. Not seat. necessarily. No, it's going to be the same price. It's yeah. just that's the same price. You know, it's, it's what it is now. Yeah. But not really because you have to sign up to get that price. So when you, for a lot of people, we're not one of these people. But for a lot of people that just decide, oh, we're going to the movies right now. Yeah. They're not going to sign up for all that shit. They're not going to have time, or they're not <clears> going to know to do it. Um. So you would basically have to sign up for their program in order to pay a less ridiculous price for the first row, like yeah. the first two or three rows. Um, quite honestly, anybody that walks into a theater for me that sits and heads straight for the front row or for the side seats, I don't think that they make good life decisions. I don't trust that kind of a person anyway. Yeah. So if that's the kind of seat that you're heading for, regardless of what's available, you're sitting in the aisle or for, or further out than that to the side of the wall. I don't understand where your life went wrong, but it went wrong somewhere. Yeah. Um, if you're heading for that seat intentionally or going to the first few rows of a movie. Yeah. Um, and then obviously any seat in the middle is going to be subject to additional charges, but they're, they're, they're very clear to let us know that they are doing this for our own good yeah they're helping us out yeah so well, that was that. that was kind of when we we talked about it because you had i think you brought it up to me i don't think i knew what, what was happening much like most things but i uh what's what's really annoying about it is the fact that they're pretending like it's not necessarily for us but it's just some kind of thing where they can say yeah they're just raising their just prices, raise the prices, you know, and they try to they try to cloud it in this whole thing of like to try to use all these marketing terms like these are premium experiences and Bob. And it's like, no, like that just makes me hate it more. I'd rather you just say, hey, look, we're not doing great and we need to raise our prices. Sorry. That's yeah. the end of the story. You I know? mean, ultimately, I'm not sure who is in charge of this PR stunt, but they should probably consider an, another field of work because you are justifying this program or schematic of seating, if you will, I don't yeah. know, um, to obviously boost sales. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the only reason why you're in such desperate need of doing that is because there are not as many people going to the theater. I mean, probably, I mean, I can actually say even for like um, the Marvel movies we've gone to, they are more... Um, they're slightly more congested, right? But not every seat in the house is gone, which that, you know, a couple of years ago, if you went opening week to a Marvel movie, for instance, I mean, good luck. I mean, they would sell out. Yeah. And now it's like, no, you can, I mean, also uh, these theaters are smaller, so they, they sell yeah. out faster. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a very curious way of boosting sales. Um, I think... It's completely asinine. You, if you're already struggling to get people 
into the seats. This is not going to help. Yeah. You're charging people yeah. the same. So I still get to listen to people talk. I still get to see people's cell phones uh, going off. I have to clean off. off my seat before I, I sit down. Yeah, I still have to disinfect my entire surroundings before I sit down. Um, the buttons will probably not work. Um, I don't even want to know what that sticky stuff is. Let's pretend that that's not even there because if we go too far into it, I won't want to sit down. <laughs> Um, I still have to sit through 5,000 hours of trailers with the lights on because apparently somewhere along the line, somebody was it. like, oh, we're not going to turn the lights off during the trailers anymore. We want to watch those full blast. Yeah. Um, and um, we still get like subpar sound. And uh, yeah, we still get all those things. But we get to pay more if we don't want to sit way off to the fucking side. I know. Um, yeah, again, this doesn't really affect us because we don't go to the movies during the time that they would be enforcing this. But like I said, I don't think it's going to... This is either going to fall flat and they're going to have to abandon it because people are going to be like... It's going to be like the Netflix thing, you know, people, no, people... are going to be like whatever. Or they're going to be like, this is just the norm for everything now and mm -hmm. every seat... It's like concerts. Not every seat. Every every time, every show time is going to be subject to this. Yeah, they're doing con they're doing concert seating. The problem is that I'm not seeing a live show, um, unless uh, you know Michael Shannon is flying out of that screen and and interacting with me. Um, what am I paying for? Like this isn't this is not a play. Hmm. Um, so like I said, if that if that becomes a all around the board kind of thing, I just won't go to AMC anymore. Because yeah. and this is like on principle for me. I'm like, it's yeah. I would have if they just raised the price. That would have been like you sons of bitches. But for them to do it in this way, I know, is kind of like. And the thing is, if, you know, they're raising their prices of these premium seats. Let's say it's it's two dollars, something like that. Yeah. So if they just raised the tickets for everything fifty cents, then that would, yeah, that would make more than make up for that. And I would have no problem. If they're like, look, we have to raise our tickets fifty cents. For every show, and I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. like, because despite you know, you hear all these things, you know, you hear how well Avatar did, and this movie, and that movie, oh, and, and Top Gun, and whatever, and people are still coming to the movies. And it's like, yeah, the movies are doing better, but they're still not doing good. Mm -hmm. You know, outside of the huge blockbusters, that that's all that's all they have to make money. Everything in between your Marvel films and whatever, there's really nothing. But so, also, who is policing this? If we go to, like, because let's just say we go to a smaller film, right, at in the evening, and it's nowhere near sold out. Is somebody policing the middle seats? I mean, I'll oh, just like pay just... for a shitty seat and then wait till the movie starts and then move into yeah, the middle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, why? There's well, no one there now. I have to assume that. Are you going to hire more disgruntled 15-year-olds to tell yeah. me where I can sit? Like, how is that? How is this going to work? Yeah, I have to assume that. This is only going to be for shows that would normally be pretty busy. All of your yeah, it's Marvels the evening. Well, no, it's yeah. the evening show. It doesn't matter whether it's busy or not. It's the time. It's not the movie. It's the time. Yeah, because then they do think with the actual the, show. I don't think the smaller films will have that. I think it's any show any after show? that time mm -hmm. because they're trying to sort of, um, they're trying to basically boost their sales during times with that. That's my whole point. Times that would have been busy because if yeah. you were doing well, then you wouldn't need to do this yeah. because you'd have people in there. But like I said, we've gone to shows that should have more people. If it was over, over holiday or something. And there's like, we want to see the whale, which got so much attention. And there were like 12 people there Yeah, over, 
you know, the the Christmas holiday. It's yeah. a time where most people are like we went to go eat on that same day right after the movie and the restaurant was packed because so mm-hmm. many people take that time yeah. off. So people were off. They were out. You know, <laughs> they just weren't there. Um, and so, yeah, so that, 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 that's been the, the, the latest in, in movies and streaming and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see how far this goes, if they actually go through with it or if they try to do, they try to sort of backstep this a bit. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, AMC doesn't seem like the company that would backstep anything. You know, they're just like, well, you know, I mean, they had that, that movies program thing. They had to get rid of it because they still have their plus thing. No, wasn't there like a thing where you had to buy, like you bought the card and, and, uh, oh, this movie passed. That had nothing to do with AMC. AMC has their own version of that, the A list thing or whatever. Who actually has that? I don't know a single person who has that. Yeah, Katie's boyfriend, right? Didn't he? One person? Yeah. (laughs) I think he had it. One person that we just met has it. I've never met another person outside of that. I've never met anyone with it. Here's my, my card. So we don't have a lot of friends, but still. It's a numbers game. Like it's an interesting relationship that you know this whole the movie, um, I guess distributor and the and the theaters right because they both need each other. You know one one of them can't make money without the other. Mm-hmm. And but it see oh but it feels like the the distributors have more of the power for some reason you know because if not if but when a movie's played like you know I think the theater keeps like you know, 10% of the ticket sales or whatever, some super low amount. That's why the concessions are so much. That's where they make all their money. Um, but let's just say you take away concessions and no movie theater can stay in, in business. So theaters aren't really, their money is in the food, not the tickets. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, like, it's just like this, I don't want to understand it. You know, like, I don't want to feel bad for the movie theaters because they're assholes, especially AMC, but it's like there needs I think there needs to be a better relationship between the two. You know? Because I mean I'm not buying concessions just because it's not you know, because it's A it's overpriced and B it's not very good stuff, you know? Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna waste those calories eating something I'm gonna sneak it, those calories in as Yeah, it's gonna you. be something I want. And I appreciate them trying and you know, places like Alamo where they'll have meals and there's other places that do that stuff too. And It's like, okay, I get it. I can see what you're doing. But I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I would love to open a theater that you just bring whatever the fuck you want in, you know, as long as it's not loud, you know? <laughs> Eating pork rinds or something. Yeah. I mean, popcorn's like pretty smelly and, and, loud, and loud. I don't know. It just is, uh, I've, I always thought that relationship was really weird, especially when everything started happening and people stopped going to the movies and 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 whatever because i feel like the movies worst case scenario for the distributors is they'll just distribute on netflix or hulu or amazon or whatever and they'll still make some money but the uh the movie theaters they they don't have anything outside of that yeah i don't know we're just gonna have to see how this goes and we'll uh and we'll uh but i'm telling you if i was if i was doing this whole marketing for them i'd say just raise everything 50 cents all right don't do this two dollar thing and premium and this and your lot and whatever and just to them i guess they think that sounds nicer than raising prices but that is ultimately what you're doing anyway yeah um speaking of uh we went to the theaters to see knock at the cabin Mm -hmm. um we've discussed many times how 
regardless of how the previous film has done, we always kind of go. I've seen most of M. Night stuff in the theater, not all, but most. Um, yeah. So um, I was not a fan of old mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I worried that this film came too soon. far too soon yeah. on the, the coattails of the, of the last movie. And I'm like, he usually takes a little bit more time, especially when you have servant going on, which he is not solely part of, but he takes part in. So I'm thinking like, how is he going to be able to focus on all this? Um, first of all, this was a book. Um, which had some differences in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen the book as it was meant. Yeah, uh, to I'll get into that. To, you know, um, and so obviously this is uh, this was directed by M Night. So to my understanding, this was written and then he rewrote it, and yeah. this is where we he fell. Adapted it. Yeah, this is where we fell. M Night. I feel like his film, like he's he's been chasing the sixth sense for what 20 some odd years now right when six sense came out like probably 20 years ago you know Something i have like to that. say i think i liked signs better than six sense um i think six sense has been it's but been played his, yeah, a lot six senses are very very good movie um it's yeah, just that yeah. it's been played a lot and it's been memed a lot far more than signs so it's just kind of like yeah. you know um it's it has the more movie cultural that, relevance well, it's also it. It was kind of the 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 twist of that decade, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, there 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 are very few films that get you like that. You, usual suspects and things like films that have a twist that you're like, oh shit, you know, um, that you can't really redo without being like, oh, they tried to sixth sense it. You know, you can't really do that again. You mm-hmm. can't really do they're dead through the whole thing again. He kind of took that mm-hmm. and ran with it, and he's not giving it back. Like that was a massive twist. Signs is a great movie. I really liked Signs. Except for I, the ending. I really like, I really, the ending. With like the fucking alien uh, the, in the, the house. The alien and the itself, the, just the graphics yeah. on that I didn't appreciate. But I, didn't, I liked the ending. I just didn't yeah, like Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, I didn't the mean visuals like the, on yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't mean like the ending um, writing wise. Lady just. in the Water, no. Um, I'm one of the few people that enjoys The Village. I think that I was a really well. creative movie. I thought it was cast really well. It was just the cinematography was beautiful, you know, and then you have like I, I, I like Split, you know, mm-hmm. but that's because my boy's in it. And, you know, it just it it's the happening, for instance, was a brilliant movie. It was just the most poorly cast movie of the century. Yeah. Um, the story itself was great. Oh, yeah. That concept was great. I think it was probably one of his biggest fails with the most potential. I'm angry yeah. that he wasted that movie on Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah. Mark fucking Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, two yeah. actors that have the range of attack. Yeah. I mean, neither they they they're horrible. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it. They're not good actors. They destroyed that movie and killing John Leguizamo off, who's the only strong actor that you had in that so soon in. Yeah. Like, talk about a misstep. Um, if that had been cast properly, that movie would have been one of my favorites because just the thought of, like, the planet fucking turning on you like that yeah. in the wind, you know, that there's just no rhyme or reason and you don't know when it's going to end. You know, he. I appreciate that he always has, like, an, an environmental or 
kind of psychological, like it's spiritual either like sometimes even spiritual, psychological. And then he does sort of like soci, like he does like a sociological thing. Mm-hmm. He'll do class stuff. You know, he, like he does. He's very interesting. Something to say. Yeah, he always has something to say, and that's why I always kind of prep myself to listen to what he has to say. It's just his delivery on his message does not always land. Yeah. Land, and in with this one, I guess I. What I disliked the most was that it wasn't his story. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not connect the name of this book, but in my time working at the library, I remember the cover. Mm-hmm. When I saw it, I'm like, "Oh, I remember this." Yeah. But I just didn't connect because a lot of people were read were, had read that. I um, wanted to read it, but uh, the ending was spoiled for me, so I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of been ruined. Um, where do we start? I <laughs> well. First off, you yeah okay. Uh, what I was gonna say, we have kind of differing opinions on we it. We do. Um, so I I wanted more than anything to be proven wrong, uh, in my assumption that Dave Bautista would bring uh, absolutely no heart or soul to this. I wanted to be wrong about that. I knew that I wouldn't be, but I mm-hmm. wanted so badly to be wrong about it. Um, how he was top billed on IMDb is beyond me. How Jonathan Groff comes after Dave Bautista yeah. is a sin. I'm just going to say it. Um, Jonathan Groff has more talent in his pinky. It's The man can sing and dance so, and act. So we've got... Um, th- but th- this, was, this is going to be a, a very interesting one. So... Um, Rupert Grint, who he has worked with on Servant as well, <clears throat> was in this. Um, Nikki, I think it's Amuka Bird. She was in Old. Not her fault. She didn't write it. Um, so he's worked with her twice in a row now. Mm-hmm. Ben Aldridge and Abby Quinn and then the little girl, Kristen Quee, is it? Um, I have issues working with people that work with children. Uh, children, especially at that age, are very rarely good. Mm. Um, no shade to this to this child. She's very young and she doesn't have a lot of experience. Was she the worst child actor I've seen? No. Was she the best child actor that I've seen? No. Um, it was like you know, it's like when people when you watch a uh, think of when we when we reviewed the whale and we were like, has he ever spoken to a teenager? Like who writes yeah. a teenager that way? That's there's this thing that everybody does everybody does in Hollywood where they're like, there's a child in this. Well, is it a girl? Yes. She must be in a dress. All little girls wear dresses. We know this all the time. Yep. Doesn't matter. If in the woods, ticks, fuck it. Doesn't matter. That little girl's going to be in a dress. And she's going to have this active imagination. She's going to love nature. Um, like, have you met a seven-year-old or whatever the hell, old, how old that child was? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not, it, no. Like, there's no way that kid wouldn't have a tablet. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, she would have a tablet whilst searching for grasshoppers or whatever the hell it was yeah. that she that she was putting in jars uh, and subjecting to a miserable life. Um, it's that like that cliche like immediately takes me out because I'm just like this is I'm not buying this. Yeah. I don't buy this child at all, um, and I hate that. Like I hate that little girls are always slapped in dresses and like. I was a kid of the of the 80s and I didn't wear dresses mm-hmm. where it would have been more stereotypically correct, perhaps, to put a little girl in a dress. 
Your girl had overalls, Oshkosh, and Buster Browns because I was like a boy. Yeah. Especially a little girl who's that into nature. Like, what is with like the pigtails and the dress thing? I just thought, like, come on, we can innocence supposed yeah, to. It just, represent, it just, yeah, it just, I, I hate that crap. But like, moving on to that, while I normally appreciate when a film gets to the point, I also like when they they get to the point, but also at some point get back to where the characters had originated. Context, yeah. And we never really got that. We got like, oh, his yeah. parents were uncomfortable with his yeah. choice and partner. And like that and then they adopted this child. Can I also ask, why did she have a cleft palate? Where did that come into the story? She just had one. Why? Some kids just have them. Then hire an actor with a cleft palate. Oh, she didn't have one in real no. life? Oh. What was the point oh, of giving her a cleft palate? Maybe it was like in, in the if, book. They, the character might have had one in the book or something. Okay, but that but a book is different, right? Because it's it's. But you can make the actor not have that, or hire an actor with that. It's yeah. creating like we're we're not talking about. Well, 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 we we got a name actor here, right? And we had to they they don't have a cleft palate, so we had to give them one. It's like this this kid was certainly not the strongest part of the script, and I was trying to connect that because they focused on it. Yeah. And I'm like, why on earth? Why on earth are we giving her this? When it has no relevance to the script, why not just hire an actor that actually had... Because you could see it was not done well. As mm. soon as I saw it, I was like, that girl doesn't actually have that in real life. I had never seen her before, but I was like, that's not... that. That's makeup. And I'm like, why? It's almost... It's like the... like. I guess for me, the issue is that it's like romanticizing that disfigurement, which is mm. so much of what I... I Dis- disprove of what Hollywood does with people that have disabilities like you could you would as an actor not get a part because you have a visible scar on the front of your face but we're adding that scar in for shits and giggles because it had nothing to do with the story right and then giving it to a character that doesn't actually have that it's the irony of that yeah. that like if she did have a cleft palate she may not have been cast because they've been like oh my god you yeah. know, unless by some miracle, because I didn't read the book, the, the 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 character has a cleft palate and the little girl that they wanted also had one. Right. But it's like, we're going to give that to her. And it's the fact that like, it, it's, I don't know. Yeah. No, I hear it. It's saying. a little icky for me because yeah. it's just like, why are you focusing on that? And then like not allowing an actor with a physical. Yeah imperfection like that to kind of shine i guess or yeah. you know not giving them the opportunity or whatever yeah. that's a whole other thing i guess but it i did i was like i kept waiting i'm like it, does it mean something what does it mean like what does it mean like tell me that it means something and like it goes into the backstory but it never got addressed uh, i'm sure there's some kind of metaphor we're missing maybe that you know something about it <laughs> but good I, I don't know like was she put it, up for adoption because of that yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was like they saw her as like not good, but that wasn't a point brought up in the film not, either. You know what I mean? Just, like it wasn't addressed. It just wasn't addressed. Yeah. Anyway, um, I did not like this movie. You liked it. I did, I did not like it. Yeah. Well, I, I liked it, but I had issues with a good amount of issues with it. Not least of which was Dave Bautista, um, and I. I mean, he gave me nothing. Yeah, there's there's the there's the the acting and stuff but then there's just the i don't know it's the tattoos you know <laughs> what like we honestly we refuse we refuse to speak yeah. to each other about this so that we can there actually was just have like this, this conversation. thing about like i mean look everybody has tattoos gym teachers can have tattoos but the amount that he has like on his hands and like on his neck and stuff 
I just don't buy that. To a wrestler's degree? <laughs> yeah. I just don't buy that that person would be a coach, I guess. I don't know. And that may be more so because, like, if they were, if they were a strong actor, I may overlook that. You know what I mean? Because I'm mm-hmm. buying that this is a... like. Well, maybe he was, like, a previous, like, an MMA fighter yeah. that became a coach. Yeah. He was a wrestler, and then he became a coach. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But that's the least of it, right? Like the most, the biggest issues I had were like D- Dave Bautista's performance, which for me didn't work. For some people, it may have. I've heard people praise him in it, and well, M Night's one of those people, and that's just what I'm yeah. like. I I didn't hear M Night talk about how great Groff was or Aldridge. Yeah, quite, he was great. Quite honestly, he had, I he thought did most of he, the work. Yeah, I thought he was like Jonathan Groff is great, but the problem was that the script was weak, so he. Only had much as much yeah. that he could only work with as much as he was given. Aldridge actually, for me, stole the show. Yeah, he was the strongest actor. He gave the most. Um, I just didn't believe their relationship. Yeah, I didn't. There was no connection between them or any of the actors. And I don't. And I don't think that was a fault of the actors. Absolutely I think that was not. The fault it was the, just the, the script. The, yeah. For me, what I liked so much, I liked, I loved it conceptually. You know, um, I mean, there's a reason the book was popular, right? Is because it's it was written well, and the and the I think we assume the con. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it did you know it, it was popular, so it must have been like okay at least. Listen, I've read popular books that were yeah, that's not true. Good. Um, but point is, is that like for me, I, I loved it conceptually, and I loved that like oh shit, we're going, we're we're actually doing this. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. shit, because I was waiting for some kind of thing where it wasn't real and blah 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 but then they actually went there but i think what's interesting because I, I i had some time to think about it and i was like you know like for the longest time the church you know i'm gonna get all into the, the religion which i know nothing about so i'm gonna talk out of my ass for a sec here but it's a great place to talk out of but it's you know like ace ventura but it's like <laughs> it's excuse me you know, the church had a huge problem with gay marriage and the church had a huge problem for a long time with um, gay couples ad- adopting kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I found it interesting that God chose a gay couple that, that adopted a kid to be the sacrificial lamb, right? Or whatever. Maybe it was their punishment. Or something, you know, and, and I mean, you could read, there's so, just like the Bible itself, you could, there's so many ways you can read into that, mm-hmm. right? Because there's mm-hmm. nothing explicit about it, but... But, you know, the fact that it is a gay couple is very purposeful um, in, in what the story in what the story is trying to tell, I feel. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, because you know? we we get into we get into um, Rupert's character. Yeah. But I feel like what's what's so fascinating to me about the this film and this this interaction, all this stuff was the fact that this is what really upsets me, because if Dave Bautista's character was a strong actor, like. The, the the fact that these people came to this cabin, they didn't really want to do this. Mm-hmm. They were just as like, I don't want to do this, but they feel like they have to. That's very interesting. The fact that they don't want to hurt these people. They genuinely don't want to hurt these people with maybe with the exception of Rupert Grint's character. Um, you know, um, Bautista's character, like wanting to keep make them as comfortable as possible because he knows how difficult this decision is. He knows that it sucks and being put in that position and... You know, seeing, you know, spoilers, obviously, we always spoil everything. But when, you know, they're, they're you know, they bring those weapons and they're scared. And it's like, oh, those weapons are for each other. 
which is kind of like a you know a little mm-hmm. twist in and of itself and you're like oh wow damn that's crazy they never intended to use those things on those people they were intended to use on themselves mm-hmm. if this thing goes south and so and just the fear in them and and the fact that that you know they're willing to kill each themselves we're we're assuming that these are normal people outside of this thing right you know i'll give the movie that that assumption because it's telling me that that's the case um and so the fact that they're willing to sacrifice themselves for this thing uh and that they don't want to do it and they're scared um i just thought that whole kind of inner it wasn't you know i thought that was so interesting and that it was it wasn't just like them being you know evil and mean and 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 whatever that they're somewhat compassionate you know mm-hmm. um even Rupert Grint's character, who obviously had a problem with gay people, but then he's there doing the thing um, but and was it not like caring for them, but like... Was it established that his issue was that he was homophobic or that he was just like a violent, unhinged yeah. person who happened? I think like that was supposed to be the whole thing where he took it personally that it was because of his sexual orientation, but was it? But was it, right. We don't know. Right. Um, because he's he, because he's used to the discrimination, then he takes everything as it being part of that discrimination. Yeah. But we never really established that that was why. Yeah, he may have just been an asshole, you know, yeah. and happened to get into a fight with somebody who was gay and then that became, yeah. uh, you know, uh, um, a, yeah, because, a homophobic Because attack, as they but... said, they didn't, they, even those people coming had no idea that they were a gay couple. It's like, oh, I didn't know that there, this was going to be the thing or whatever. Um, so but that... if they didn't know, then what, who did they think was going to be there? I guess that's the thing that I didn't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just know that there was going to be a family there and that they had to choose. It could have been two kids, What if five it was the kids. wrong family? Well, God's not wrong. <laughs> Come on. Never. See, but Never the thing that was interesting wrong. to me was that the person that wrote this book um, definitely doesn't have a, isn't a religious person, I don't think. Because, or could be formally religious. Yeah, or formally. Because the way, when you step back and, and look at it, it's like, so you want me to, this God, this God person, you want me to. Well, this is, this is, this is... Uh, I mean, I know it gets into religion. It's a very heavy yes. religious kind of thing to this film. But it's like you... So you want me to pray to this person that is going to kill all of humanity if somebody doesn't kill someone they love? Like, that's fucking crazy. You know? And so, like, why would I... You know? So I liked the film. But then when I heard how the book ended, and I was like, oh, that was, it was such a much stronger yes. ending. Um. So spoilers for the book, you know, I'll just let you guys know if you don't care about reading the book, whatever. In the book, what happens is the little girl gets killed by accident. And then Mm -hmm. the main character, the last person, you know, kills himself. And then they have time to, like, figure out if they're going to. So but that didn't count, apparently. Right. That wasn't enough of a sacrifice. It has to be intentional. So then they still had to go through with it. So after the last person kills themselves, they say, fuck this. We're, you know, if this sacrifice isn't good enough, then fuck that. And it mm-hmm. kind of just ends there. So you don't know. Right. Um, and I thought that, oh, I was like, I, I could have imagined if that would have happened, everyone would have hated it, first of all. But I would have yes. loved it. Yes. I could the, see people being like, it doesn't even, you don't even know what happened. He, like, he absolutely took the Hollywood yeah. route with that. And to be fair, um, M. Night does like to uh, dot his I's and cross his T's. He's never left an, uh, an ending to be ambiguous or he always wraps everything up very tightly with a bow and ends the story. Nothing has ever been left 
open to interpretation like that. So I'm not surprised that he didn't do that, but that was 100% the better ending. The fact that all of this was correct because boom, everything stops mm -hmm. once the sacrifice is made, um, for me was the weakest part of the story. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I did not, I, Dave Bautista did not wow me in any way, shape or form. I thought his part was far too big. I think if he had been maybe Rupert's part, yeah. if they had switched that. Also, like we've only seen Rupert in a couple of things, but we watch Servant and it's basically Julian. And the fact yeah. that like M. Night he does this it, kind of like intense, angry kind he, of yeah, thing. Yeah, he like, has on this the edge. like, yeah, he has this way. But but for me, it's like that's on M. Night to be like, hey, it's not Julian. Yeah. Like, don't play it like Julian. Or he was like, hey, you play did it awesome like Julian. Julian yeah. So. But it's like, I mean, if you're if you're following his work, it's the same. I mean, his hair is the same. His anger is the same. His yeah. speech is the same. They're from Philadelphia or yeah. Pennsylvania. You know, it's like it's the same. It was the same character. It's a good character, but it's just like but he plays it well. Obviously. I couldn't He's not think actor, of Julian. But... I was waiting for him to start like downing bottles of I wine. Think it's, it's one of those cases of somebody who. Like wants to get so far away from Harry Potter and it just does these roles that are But it's the same opposite. part. It's yeah. the same part. There was nothing that would distinguish it was like if Julian wasn't raised in a wealthy family, if he had been raised by like Julian lost all his money if and then he was lost forced all to his... work at a gas company. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was the same it was the same dude. My problem was like I understand these people didn't know each other, but there was no connection. Even the people that did know each other. I didn't buy this family. I didn't buy their relationship. It seemed very like Well, the saccharine. fact that they all didn't really know each other, that I, didn't bother me as much because I feel like they didn't really yeah, have a lot of time. Yeah, but you could not know each other, but as actors have chemistry. They sure. had no chemistry. Yeah. None of these people had chemistry. Because it all ran through Bautista and he wasn't strong enough to hold no, it together. he was like, not. Like, I don't want to take money out of someone's pocket. Like, if, he, if people want to cast him, that's their right, but... I think this for this is it like the happening for me. Whereas, like, I feel like if yeah. if Dave Bautista's character was awesome, was a, just like an awesome actor, then I buy that that a little empathy. Bit more. Yeah, you know, and then that puts because I didn't really buy the empathy from him because it it, it wasn't he strong had, enough. Well, because he he doesn't have any expression to his face. He gives you one. He has one expression: happy, sad, angry. Yeah. shocked it's all the same it's all the same and the so thing, it's like there yeah. were no stakes in his it, it's like nicole kidman you're you're giving me you know i i, I don't i don't know what's going on here because you, there's not the, the story is not being told through your expression and so i don't believe the character so he's a very stiff actor mm -hmm. and his face is stiff to go along with it mm -hmm. and so it's just like oh i don't have any connection to this person i respect somebody wanting to be a better actor 100 percent but you don't give them a lead in a film. Yeah. It was way too much You'd have for to that think guy. that other actors are like, what the fuck? Like, I've been training at Juilliard, and, you know, and like this fucking wrestler comes in and like, and again, it, no shade to him. He's it doing, can happen. Like, you, I, and you, if, so, if he offered me the part, I probably would take it because it would be a lot of money. Yeah, no, I understand that, but <laughs> and it's then like... And let people hate me. It, it's not to say that because you aren't classically trained that you can't yeah, be no, good, I'm but he saying. isn't good. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, he didn't... It wasn't like this, like... This happened, happening, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, where it was like, oh, my God, he's not even trained, but he's just naturally a great actor. Like that happens all the time. Great. All right. Wonderful. But this is not the case. And when you're when so much of the weight of a, of the story falls on the shoulders of somebody who cannot carry it, it you've lost so much right there. Mm -hmm. So 
the the cast the way that this was cast alone this drop down for me you lost me at like you're like 25 percent down already once i was just like oh this doesn't make any sense like this dude doesn't make sense as 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 this character it's way too much for him he's obviously overwhelmed and it's just it doesn't it's not natural um i didn't i also didn't really now normally we don't do this but you know like i love i still love m night i still love him i just did not love this you know movie. what's really you know what i i you know after i i saw some reviews of the film because i like to see what other people are saying people love and, and this like, what are you reading that like yeah and i i I, 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 lost. I, do, I like it i see why you know but <sighs> but what was interesting to me what was the most interesting to me was that how much of m night's last couple films he self-funded not 100%. Right. Obviously, he had distributors and whatever, but he's putting a ton of his own money yes. into like old and into this and stuff. And I really, I respect, I respect that. that. That's what I'm saying. Like, no matter what he does, if I don't like it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to hope for the next one. Like, I, I always but go gonna back. We're going to always support this yeah, person. Yeah, I always go back. It's, it's like when just... your, your son is trying to like be good at something and he just sucks, but you're like, you get the next one, buddy. <laughs> you get the next one. You just um, keep sending him money. Well, the thing is that I, I actually think that he's a very good storyteller and director. I he's just a think great he director. gets in he's his great own at tense, way. Although, ironically, I didn't think there was a lot of tension in this. There no. was some, but not like any classic M. Night no, tension, you know, no. but I don't know if the script really called for it. Necessarily. I didn't, I would, I would 100% believe that he didn't direct this at all if somebody told sure, me that. Yeah. It did not feel like an M. Night production at all. And with I the felt exception like it could have benefited from more tension. The, with the exception of like the very forward, in your face, descript storytelling and terrible cast, that was the only way that I knew that it was M. Night because I was like, this was cast terribly <laughs> and the story is all over the place. This is an M. Night production. For me, when he he hits the mark it's a fucking bullseye and when he misses he's in another room yeah he's he's not even close to it or it's like boom right in the middle i don't know i feel so, like this one is like more in the middle for me yeah i didn't i i didn't think it was his worst but i didn't enjoy it and i think if it had been cast better i would say it was like a b minus for me if it was really cast well i might have given it like a b but because it wasn't and because mm-hmm. there was no connection and there was no chemistry with everyone, for me, it was it, it was like a C plus. Well, the, like it yeah. just, it just and, was and like thing, not horrible, but it wasn't good. Yeah. And the thing with Bautista for me is like I as much as I felt like he was woefully cast wrong for this, I did respect the fact that he tried and that he's trying to do this stuff. You know, like I want him to. But I just wish that actors that. You know, I respect him wanting to to be a serious actor, but I don't necessarily know if what he's doing is the right thing for it. You know, like just jumping into leads of things no. that require high levels of of but acting. Also, talk uh, less. I would talk less about the type of actor that I want to be and that I don't want to be like this actor. Don't worry about anybody else. You're a bad actor. Worry about that. Yeah. Worry, worry about being a better actor. Do it with your performance and not with your words. I don't want to hear about how you want to find small roles. roles that you can small really roles. concentrate on yes. just this, this thing. And you know, that's, uh, that's my issue with him. It's like, it's a lot of talk and it's a lot of talking smack about other actors and you know, wrestlers and shit like that. And it's just like, you're if that's what you're giving me, I would talk less and I would practice more. Yeah. But Maybe people focus like, on you know, that. when you have people like M night praising you, it's not going to, it's hard. Listen, it's going to be uh, all if M night ever heard this, right. People would be like, well, he's going to hate you. I still support your work. 
and I would fucking slap a nun to be in one of your movies, even the bad ones. All right, <laughs> like, I would still. I think he's offering. I think he's. Doing I would gratefully that take a part in something yeah. that wasn't even something that I consider his best because he's an original. He has yeah, an original vision, and I appreciate that. It doesn't always hit for me, but. I'm going to continue to right. just look because I know it's there because but he's done it so many times. There's there people are that many love things old, that I love. So it's like, yeah. you know, the fact that it's all we don't subjective. love everything. Yeah, it's all subjective. And, and great art isn't going to be loved by everybody. So, you know, I'm glad that he's still making stuff. I hope he can. I'm sure he'll continue. Obviously, I'm not really yeah. worried about that. But um, and if he ever finds himself in a tough spot, he can direct one of ours. <laughs> it's fine, too. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's where his life's going to take <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I'll give you... Poor I'll, bastard. I'll throw him a grand. Oh, you know yes, I mean? yes, Save sir. up for that. I'm sure, I'm sure that'll cover his, like, electric bill for the month. <laughs> we'll cover his, we'll cover his, his train, um, his plane fare. Yeah, so it, th- this one just didn't... It just didn't work for me. Um, there were little things, too. I mean, I immediately was like, okay, so um, there's no cell service. There's no internet. There's no Wi-Fi. Cable's working though. Yeah. Cable works just fine. Yeah. All kinds of news outlets. Uh, it doesn't skip. It's not cutting out. It's not freezing. Uh, we got excellent, excellent cable service in the middle of nowhere, but we have no other way to communicate with people. Yeah. That made no sense. And that is so much of the story. So it's not a nitpicky thing. It's the fact that they were able to show them the news mm-hmm. was a massive part in their, in, in their attempting to convince them yeah. that this was fact and i'm like how is the cable working yeah we've stayed out in the middle of nowhere there's no there's cable. cable if there's cable then there's internet there's internet you that's know? what yeah. i'm saying like we've done we've stayed in cabins in the woods okay we've been in those cabins and they all have dvds for a reason because yeah. there's no cable service out there so it's like this was kind of a massive misstep which I'm assuming was in the book as well. It would have to be if yeah, they couldn't communicate. It. Since we didn't it. read it, I don't know. I mean, look, all you have to do is put it in like the 80s. There's television, but no internet. So yeah, move it back but, some like, or I don't know. Because it, does, it wasn't specific to the time period. It didn't have to be. Yeah, oh, the other thing that I was thinking about too was like they had a shot where there was like these planes falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is there that many planes in one at area one of area? the sky at once? <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. I mean, they're there, there can if they're be, above the airport, maybe, but yeah, but yeah, they were kind of like flying out. There's like nine, and I'm like, how is there nine planes in an area like that? Two hundred feet from each other. Yeah, um, yeah it just uh, the, this this one fell for me. Um, I appreciated how like that the stakes were high and it was gruesome and mm-hmm. and that they killed him and all that stuff. But like I said, um, there also there was another thing about the characters that kind of drove me nuts was that they were like hey we're just like you we're people just like you and we're just trying to struggle and then once it came to like the ceremony they went into this trance sort of and i was like like as they were as you were performing this if you're just like everyone else right and you just got stuck in this situation what is with this like deadpan kind of like oh another one of us must die now it must happen now. And then two mm. seconds later, they'd be like, dear God. And it was like, well, what just happened? Like, what weird trance did you just go into uh, when you like... I didn't catch that. ...killed each other, right? You're like bludgeoning another person so easily, like without hesitation. That's the thing is like they, they were human and they were the stakes were so high and they were emotional. But then when it was time for them to bludgeon one another, it was like they turned into robots. Yeah. And I, I that was so 
strange to me. And I guess that was part of why when they would snap back out of it and they're like, hey, I'm just a regular person. I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. Like you did that way too easily. That happened way too easily yeah. and without any kind of like resistance. You yeah. know, it's like how I, I don't know it. And anyway, and and I always have to I have to wonder, like, you know, there's the, the 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 like just get over it part of me where it's like, so then what's next? You just drive away from that cabin and go home like mm. the cops are going to be there. Exactly. You know, like there's 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 how do you explain that? There's a there's no, no, all I'll... these dead people there. You don't understand the world. There's going to be <laughs> needed us to kill. There's going to be so much paperwork <laughs> and like legal the legality of you leaving a crime scene like that. Like you're going to jail. He's going to jail. So there's no way he's not going to jail just for leaving, even if he didn't do anything. Which he did. He killed one of them. Even though, even if it was self defense, he did like I just. I don't know. I'd like a movie to kind of wrap up a little more re- realistically. <laughs> but I guess after the apocalypse, you know, almost came, then who the hell knows? Yeah, but, but I, I, I wondered that myself. I'm like, how are you going to explain this? I mean, you ha- either you own this cabin or you rented this cabin. You're going to have to explain this to somebody, right? Where did all these people? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I guess I just really like this. With the exception of Bautista's, who they might be able to prove that he was self-inflicted. Yeah. But everyone else, I'm like, how the hell are you? How, how is this? Yeah. Especially if the connection is made that this is the guy who assaulted him. Yeah. It's like, so and you mean to like... tell me that the world is ending and that the guy who happened to assault you happened to be one of the people that yeah, came yeah. to this cab and this wasn't personal for you at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's because when he says to him, like, I have, I saw this vision, right? And, you know, you're a lawyer and she's working with you. And I'm like, so there was just zero, no red tape, nothing. Yeah. We just, we just moved like that, on uh, with the world. That, the, that, uh, main character guy like Aldridge Aldridge his character got a chance to kind of get back at that guy because he was the whole reason that he went into self-defense and got Mm -hmm. a gun and everything and he unknowingly was able to kind of like beat the crap out of this person that kind of led him down this path it's a kind of nice little touch I just also want to know at one like at what point were they going peepees because they were tied to those chairs like overnight I'm sure they I don't know how what if you have to poop yeah it's not like you can hold a jar up for that. Yeah. You got to like get to untie somebody. I don't know. That's again, that's like the ending thing. You know, it's like we're, we're, we need logistics here. All right, I need to figure out when people are going pee and how all this stuff is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> These are important questions. Is this what we say to them too? Wait a minute. Before we kidnap all these people, how are they going pee? Yeah. We got we to gotta, we gotta coordinate this stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it's I don't know I, I I don't know what he's got I don't know what he's got next um, yeah. but whatever it is I'll watch it it just this did this just did not uh, this just didn't do it for me I think it came just far too soon after old as well I mean they, mm-hmm. they must have I because I, you know I follow him on Instagram and I remember when he put up like well, old was based on something too yeah it was a book it was a uh, a graphic novel oh, yeah. or something like that um, I I tend not to like when he bounces off of other people's stories i don't think it it does he does them justice i guess he needs to just kind of stick with his own ideas but cast them 
Well, even the well, I'm one sure it's with, the, for the him kids, to get, with the grandparents, he, I know you didn't see yeah. that one. I saw that one. And, the, and, and the, the main issue that I had with that was the kid rapping through the whole movie. It was the most obnoxious thing ever. I, I didn't think the kids were poorly cast, but, the, the, you know, the major hole in the story for me was being that, like, how did the mother, like, how did you not know that, the, that these people were not the grandparents? Like, this was very weird yeah. how none of that was noticed. But... The, the film itself was very, it kind of had like that happening thing going on. I thought it was very creative. There were a couple of missteps with it, but it was overall, it was creative. Yeah. Um, old, it, it was far too detailed. And I just think there was too, there were too many things he got overwhelmed with that. And again, that was the graphic novel and it just mm. didn't work. And this was, a, again, a story that belonged to somebody else. It was written and then he rewrote it to adapt yeah. it. And it's just like. I have to imagine that even eh. though he is kind of self-financing a lot of this stuff. He's not putting every penny in. So right. the fact that he's like, oh, look, this is an existing IP, then he can get some money. I'm sure. So I don't know. I'm sure. But it just, um, I'm surprised that when he was like, listen, here's I'm thinking, Dave Bautista, I'm surprised they weren't like, listen, have a seat. All right. They're and probably like, yes, yes. You know, because he's. You think? Oh, my God. In that yeah. big of a part, though? Yeah, because he just. What is wrong with people? I'm sorry. He's going to be, he's going to be the next big thing. I don't... <sighs> I'm telling you. There's a lot of, yeah, but you could be a lot of things. It'll Big thing of what? Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what kind of roles he starts taking. Hopefully smaller ones. Um, so our next film that we watched, uh, we figured we'd, we'd kind of like try to get in on films that were the, the talk of the town, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, not that we give a shit about award stuff, but, you know, people are talking about movies. Like, All right, let's watch them. So uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Uh-huh. In a Sharon, right? I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, I'd seen the trailer for this movie a while back. I didn't finish watching the trailer because, again, I didn't really want to have the whole film ruined for me, mm-hmm. which it, I don't know because I haven't gone back to watch the trailer to see how much of it would have been spoiled. I just knew that, you know, this was like this uh this com this complex falling out between two friends and it had like this I sort of i never even saw the trailer for it so all I, right so I um this was uh, a, a writer director martin mcdonough um and uh he does like a lot of like he did like a seven psychopaths and mm. uh in bruise and uh three billboards he wrote mm-hmm. that which you know we i like i had a slight issue with that but uh, overall i liked it um uh, so this was starring Colin Farrell, um, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Congdon, um, Pat Short, Barry Keegan. So um, I'm I'm a massive Keegan fan. I watch anything Barry Keegan things uh, does. Mm-hmm. I, I I I really love him. Um, speaking of up and coming, I think that he has like I don't know like like if he doesn't blow up, the thing I don't with understand him is he it. Needs to be. He plays this one type of character so well. And I know he's played other straight straighter parts or whatever that he's not like weird in. But I feel like I just I just don't want to see him get typecast as that I don't type think of he's thing. Typecast. I see that character a lot in him. No, I see the he's played a brute a couple of times, but this kid was not a brute just, by any yeah. means. Yeah, I don't know. He plays he plays several levels of socially awkward, yeah. but they're never the same. Yeah. There's different. He he gives different levels to uh you know socially awkward you know Dunkirk, 
Yeah, he wasn't so. who he was in the Green Knight. He, you know, he's done it a few times and he does it so he's well. He's done it a few like... times because he's got a face for it. You know, he's yeah. got he's got a very unusual face, and his his uh, his features are kind of like striking in that way. Like nobody looks like Barry Key. You know what I mean? He yeah. he has a very distinctive look, and so it's used a lot for him to play the sort of off character in one way or another. Um, but I mean. I I've never I I I've never been more excited for somebody to play Joker. Yeah. You know because we you know we thought we got the best Jokers um, with Nicholson and uh, Heath Ledger. and Heath Ledger you know and then he and then he popped up when they did that that uh, deleted scene and I was just like why was that not in the movie like yeah um, well I know why it wasn't it made sense that it wasn't, yes but... I know they you know but it just uh, I, I don't know um, anyway so I I was. I was excited to see this because of Barry. I, I mean, I've watched uh, Colin a couple things with Colin Farrell, and um, anytime I see um, Brendan Gleeson, I always like for years I've thought of him the same, and it's always like him with the blood dropping in his eye, and then him freaking out. Um, he was in Edge of Tomorrow too. He was the yeah, asshole was the, in that. Yeah. Um, and uh he was yeah. the asshole <laughs> who are you i was the asshole anyway anytime i see him i always think of him in 28 days later that's just mm -hmm. the character i always think of um so going into this i thought this was way more of a light-hearted comedy <laughs> than we got pretty dark it's so fucking dark the way that people were talking about that they were like laughing just jove just so jovial yeah. about it like oh it was so good and it was so it was more funny. a dark drama than that anything. was a dark fucking it had movie some lighthearted moments but it had lighthearted delivery but the yeah. story itself was pretty tragic but yeah. the delivery that you know colin farrell and barry and 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 and, and even uh um gleason right yeah, uh, you know, he even his delivery and the sister as well. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ, she was hilarious a lot of the times. Um, I've never heard feck in something more. Yeah. <laughs> feck in this and feck in that. And I loved it. Uh, Carrie Congdon. So um, they're this is a perfect example of beautifully cast. I mean, the chemistry between all of these actors was fucking amazing. It was so good. But I was not prepared yeah. For how dark the story was. And as it started to just progress into that spiral, I was like, what are we watching? I found myself bawling way too many times. Um, Barry's character, for instance, you know, it was just fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> that kid just wanted somebody to connect with. And he was yeah. socially awkward. And when he finally confesses his feelings for her... And he gets shot down, which understandably so, because A, she doesn't owe that to him. But B, he was quite young. Yeah. Um, and that would have been inappropriate. And I'm glad they didn't make that a relationship because I feel like an American director would have and been like, what's sure. the problem? Yeah. Um, that, oh, God. He walks away and his father and just like yeah. he's being abused physically and sexually but i was just like my fucking god this movie and then he starts taking his fucking fingers off and like colin farrell's character's inability to just <laughs> let it go i know was it was you know sometimes a character like that could be really frustrating to mm -hmm. a point where you dislike them 
but I never did never because did, he yeah. played it so well. Like you, you felt for him. Yeah. You honestly felt for him, but you, so much of you was like, dude. Like he just wants a friend. Yeah, like he's please just. Please stop. And it, cause it's not like he did anything wrong either. You know, he even says, like, I just right. don't like it anymore. Right. You know, and so for me, the, for me, the motivate, like, I loved the movie, but the, the motivation of the fingers thing, I just didn't, I'm like, you loved the violin and, but like, you're willing to like why don't you take his fingers off? like i don't understand you know like it was a fiddle wasn't it yeah the what he was playing that instrument and and then he but then he would have like a normal conversation with him and then go cut his fingers off because you got to stop talking to me and it's like it was just so awkward yeah but not like in a it didn't turn me off it was just like that's this person you know people were fucking yeah. weird um but the motivation for that was just so bizarre you know because he loved he wanted to write the song he loved playing the song um, you know, and then he came into the bar and yelled at him and he's like, I kind of like him. Like, I think I like him again, but then he didn't cut any fingers off. Then he talks to him again. Then he does cut it. Like, <laughs> I, like I didn't, he didn't stick to his own rules. Right. You know? Right. And so like, it, it was just like, it was a mind game for yeah. sure with him. And, uh, but yeah, it's just like, just stop fucking talking to the guy. <laughs> I because, get it, but because it was make friends with someone else. It wasn't just about the guy. It wasn't just about like, hey, stop, stop interacting with this guy because he's self destructing. It was what it was doing to to Farrell's character. Yeah. Every time he does this, it would sort of take another piece of him, but he kept running towards it um, because he would give him these glimmers of hope by speaking to him and saying like, yeah, yeah, go to the bar, I'll meet you there, uh, you know, and then mm -hmm. just like cuts off, you know, it's just. You know, I, I, Colin Farrell, I remember like, what was it? Like the early 2000s or something? Just when he about. was like the, the fucking hot he shit. He was, yeah, he was the Everybody hot shit. loved him. He was Women nice to look at, him. yeah. You know, that's sort of, he was like this rocker, like, like, uh, like rebel kind yeah, of actor person. Yeah. Um, and he rolled with that for a while. But then once that kind of faded, like he just, he just kept working, mm -hmm. you know, and I have a lot of respect for him because he just, loved he, he he see i don't know the fucking he could be an asshole i don't know but um he just seems to love acting and like he'll just you know if it's a good part he, we saw him he in the lobster all whatever. kinds of different roles you know but but they're just small quirky roles you know he's not trying to like be the next marvel villain or whatever i'm sure he'll take it but he's just finding good stories and, and being in good films and he's been in such a smorgasbord yeah. of films he didn't stick to just one kind of thing yeah i mean he went all over the map and he did you know stuff that was local here he did stuff across the pond and then you know it, and then fright night comes out and you're like the what yeah you know He's but somehow he'll bounce he bounced back you know yeah. and like it's and i'm sure he got paid well for it but he's been in so many different things so many different films um uh killing of sacred deer was when we'd seen him with barry that he worked in with him mm -hmm. before um but yeah, I, I do remember that. I remember when Colin Farrell came out. I want to say it was about the early 2000s. It was in an episode of Scrubs, I everybody remember. Everybody was talking the, about him. The whole him. joke was that all the women loved him. Yeah, and yeah. you know, he was he was sexy and all this stuff. But but he's also an, a really good actor. So yeah. it, you know, he, he... And I mean, to be fair, it's not like the guy's hideous. He's older, right, yeah, it's but not he's not like still, he's washed up or something. He's still he a looking guy. Just that, you know, uh, it's that... It could have ended very badly yeah. if, yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. He, he could have, he could have been a, you know, a, a flash in the pot, as they say. Yeah, flash in the pan. Whatever. It's a, not a it's pot. a hot pot. It's a pan. You don't, you don't want to flash a pan, pot, you flash a pan. You know that. You're, you're a like chef. Like physically? I guess. 
You can. You can flash, you can flash anything. Really, you can flash anything. Um, he, uh, yeah, I, I, I just thought, um, I don't know. This movie, you know, it's it's kind of like when people when you they talk about a movie, and they talk a movie up, and they talk a movie up, and it gets it was... to a point where you don't want to watch it. Yeah. And I was almost on the cusp with this because I kept hearing it, but I was like, I don't know. I uh, I have a really hard time believing that this film isn't going to at least be good. Uh, but I thought it was very good. It was That's a really good, good film. But it's just very dark um, in a really inconspicuous kind of way because yeah. it's 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 sort of it's enrobed in comedy in this sort of sometimes obvious, sometimes dry humor. It, it, it sort of varies. And so you're not sure how to feel about it. Um, but my God, like his sister leaving mm -hmm. and just how heartbreaking that was. But then also you're like, she's got to get the hell out of here. Right. Because yeah. she's. Look at look at him. Look at how he's wound up and he can't get out of this because this is all he knows. And she yeah. realizes if she stays there, she's going to be caught up in this chaos and she's never going to have a life of her own. Mm -hmm. And her brother is just, <laughs> you know, he's he's sort of a, a welcomed burden, but a burden nonetheless in a way, yeah. you know. Um, and so, you know, but you know that it, it broke her heart to leave him and then he missed her so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. When when his uh was it was it a goat yeah the donkey donkey the a miniature goat. donkey no it was a miniature donkey because yeah. i remember saying i didn't know they could come that small and <laughs> i didn't know they fit in a house that easily and that's dangerous for me to know um it just oh my god <laughs> i, I yeah. cried way too many times in this movie that was supposed to be funny that i thought i was going into a comedy and i was like this is tragic <laughs> and i hate this um I was not emotionally prepared for this movie. So I, I wish that I maybe had watched more of the trailer if I had gotten yeah. that tone. I'm going to have to watch it again to see if that gets snuck into that. Yeah. And I kind of want to smack everybody who made me feel like this was going to be a lighthearted comedy, <laughs> dark comedy, but still more comedic than it was. It yeah. was pretty it was pretty horrible emotionally. Um, like a dark dramedy. Like I couldn't watch that movie again. Yeah. I wouldn't watch that movie again. It was just... Uh, it was too much for me. It was just too much. But it was brilliant. It was very, very good. Um, I certainly, uh, again, we know that nominations are purchased in their own way and all of Literally. that. But, um, I, you know, I do understand the, the, the brouhaha, if you will, around it. It was a very, very good film. Um, but just, uh, <laughs> I just don't ever want to see it again, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's, we recommend you see it once. <laughs> well, it, we've ruined we've ruined the entire yeah. movie because we, we you know we it's our job in reviewing care. is going into to those details. Yeah, some people don't care. I I always I'm always fascinated by a person that can hear so many details about something and go like, no, no, I'll probably still watch it. I'm like, why? Yeah, I've told you all the best parts. Why would you still watch this? I don't know. I can't imagine. It's interesting, right? Because if you tell somebody how good something tastes, they still want to experience that. <laughs> hey, this tastes really good. Oh, I want to taste it. No, you don't need to. I'm telling you yeah. that it's good. You like chocolate? It's got a lot of chocolate in it. It's good. <laughs> um, All right. Well, you told me I don't need to taste it. If I've tasted chocolate before. <laughs> um, honorable mention, we will say that we got into the show from. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I had like enough to sit and like really review it, but yeah, it's just the... you know, there's a lot of issues with it. Uh, a lot of it from a performance perspective, but I feel like I don't know. It's Look, still entertaining. I, I can. I can. I tolerate a lot when it comes to sci-fi. You do. You do. You know. Um, you let a lot of things slide, buddy. A lot. Because it's like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the show. It got, 
it got better as the season went on, you know, I felt like. And it's very intriguing. I'm scared, though, because I know there were some producers from Lost in, that were involved in it. Yeah. And I hope they have a plan for it. They don't, they don't just, like, keep going and, like, forget. For 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the what they've built so far is pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I'm. That's the thing with these a lot of this stuff. It's like the fun part is setting all of it up, right? That's mm-hmm. I don't want to say that's easy. It's still very difficult. And as far as I know, it's not based on anything. I haven't researched it to know yet. But yeah. if it's not, even better. But um, you know, you set up all these things. And you oh, this is weird. This the cords are weird. The electricity and the, these yeah. things that are running around. It's like, it's like all right. But now you have to tie all that up in a, in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like when you're. I think when you're building a show like this or anything like this. You have to start from the end and then work your way back because you can't like and I feel like a lot of shows do that. They're like, well, it'll be what if what if none of the wires work, but the electricity, you know, like all these weird things. Yeah, And it's like, why? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I hope they didn't do that here. I don't know for sure. But there's second seasons coming out in April. And then like season nine, they're like, hey, we didn't explain the wires. And they're like, "Uh, ghost gopher. Yeah. That's what it was. It yeah. was a, a, a gopher that lived in the wall that ate all of the the copper out of the wires. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's that's not good. <laughs> but they've built a really intriguing kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's a little. Um... It's on MGM. Okay, <laughs> so that's all you need to know. It's on MGM for a reason. Well, but there's some I mean, strong actors in it. There's some. It's it's so a little obvious. Um, yeah, there's nothing. The Crazy, thing with like, the radio, like what wound up happening, I already knew that was going to happen. I was yeah, like, there's I no, like I I already know. And it's it's pretty obvious that they're being monitored or watched and, you know, that this whole, it, all of that. But I think it's, you know, there's like, there's like your serious kind of like really high class sci-fi. And then you have like, just like this sort of popcorn sci-fi. Yep. Uh, and then there's Love just me. like way down the sci-fi and you will watch those too and i just can't yep. do those like there's those only I been can't do. one sci-fi show i stopped in the middle of which one it was the i don't remember the name of it it was a foreign show ironically oh, yes, because I, I usually yeah, like yeah. those i usually end up liking those more but yeah like i can't do like battlestar galactica yeah, that's a great show. I, I can't do any those for me are like lower level sci-fi that never they don't catch for me the expanse this is, yeah i don't really like that uh this this one is just like it it, it is there's certainly holes don't get me wrong um, but it's still intriguing. Like I still want to know where the story goes and, yeah. you know, it's like where I think it's going. Well, how close will that be? But again, I'm, you know, there, my fear is that they're going to walking dead lost it. And it's just going to be like all of this hype. And then it lands in a weird place that makes yeah. no sense. I really hope that it's, it ends soon. Yeah. yeah this would be a really good, good show if it like maybe the next season, mm-hmm. Maybe a third, maybe if they can really pull that off, but nothing more than that. For a third, after that, it's like you got to stop (laughs) because there's just so long that you can hold that suspense for, and that's the problem with a show like Lost is that you held people's suspense about how they got here, why they were here, what this island was about, and how they were going to get off of this island. You you held that for what nearly a decade? Yeah. So yeah. by the time you had to keep coming up with like what what can they do now? By the time it ended, you would never it would be impossible for you to create an ending that would ever live up to the suspense that you created for all that time yeah. because you dragged it out for far too long. Same with Walking Dead. It's like this there were no stakes anymore. They had gone through every scenario they can go they could go through so at the end it was like just 
die or leave, like end it or die. Yeah. You didn't care about the people anymore. And that's when we stopped watching when I was just like, you know what? There's no stakes anymore. Mm-hmm. We've seen it all. And now they're just like creating scenarios to keep the show going and it's not working. Um, so I don't know. I hope that they that they kind of like maybe this is like a they, they intend for it to be a three season and they wrap that up. Mm-hmm. I think it could still probably be pretty good. But if they start dragging that out longer, I don't really know how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, next week, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man because Paul's making me go see Ant-Man. So that's what we're going to talk about. I don't know. It's he's my least favorite man. Yeah. (laughs) Of the Marvel. I'm going to my prediction for your, your review is. Look, Jonathan Majors was fantastic in this. Listen, he, Everything that man else can do was no just wrong. T- so typical. <laughs> Jonathan Majors can do no wrong. Yeah. So it's I, true, though. It's the only reason why I'm not completely bummed out about having to see this in the theater. It, I'm only going for Jonathan Majors. I was annoyed that he was in this because it was like, great. Well, he's going to be in a lot more. Now I got to see this. Yeah, but it's specifically an Ant-Man. I, do, yeah. I, do, I don't like... Like, I don't mind if he was in other Marvel stories like that I like more or Spider-Man or whatever. Like it's it's like I can tolerate those, but Ant-Man just does that. The character in the films just fall really flat for me. And so it's just like, Oh man, of all of them, like why this one? Yeah. I would have taken Dr. Strange over this and I don't really like Dr. Strange either. That was kind of boring too. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, what I, what I think about it. Look, I, I didn't think I would like the latest Thor. Yeah. But well, I was entertained by that. That's Taika for you. So, you know, stranger things have happened, if you will. Shout out. MoGraph. MoGraph. Um, if you have a film or something that you think we should watch. Um, also, we're going to start going into like our film and the uh, the production for that. Uh, yep. We do have some exciting news. Um, I didn't want to talk about it until contracts were signed because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to jinx it. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll start getting into to that uh, journey and process and 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 how that works for us. And uh, you know, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.